I'm not seeing anything yet. Boom! At least now I know we're live. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Bacon Smiles Podcast, episode 80. <laughs> As always, I'm Steve Patira, joined by my good friend, Evan Shaw Mumford. Perfect. <laughs> so, uh, take two of uh, episode 88. Um, thanks so much for joining us. I know a lot of you will catch this uh, later, whether it's audio or the video on Facebook. But as always, thanks so much for hanging out with us and, uh, you know, supporting us. And uh, we really love when you guys email us and send us uh, prayer request and all that stuff so thanks so much and uh sorry about the other night if uh you were really looking forward to it and uh we <laughs> couldn't put it out there we had some audio difficulties that we didn't realize until the end but hey a little bit of inside baseball for you but yeah. we're back we're here we're giving up our uh, <laughs> memorial day evening to to hang out with you guys so thanks so much for hanging out and uh yeah so we're gonna go over uh haiti 180 uh, what mm. life is like for us, and uh, Evan's got music. We've got readings, reading the gospel. <laughs> uh, we're going with the uh, the reading from when we originally were going to record this. <laughs> uh, John sixteen twenty through twenty three, and uh, uh, Saint Saint Rita Rita of Cassia uh, is a pretty awesome saint of the day. So. Yeah. How are you, my friend? Awesome. I'm good. I'm I'm missing people. I miss seeing people, but whenever I have an opportunity to run into someone, it's really, really awesome. I just ran into some neighbors who I haven't seen in a while, and we ended up standing at the base of my driveway for like 10 minutes just talking. Yeah. And I can't remember the last time, you know, seeing someone walking on a sidewalk or, you know, in a neighborhood or something and just having that long of a discussion. It, it's still a nice conversation, but we'd be quick to move on to our own thing. But just to be able to talk with neighbors, see people I haven't seen in a while, even a UPS driver dropping off a package ended up talking to me for a couple minutes. I'm like, man, when when else would this have happened? So oh, no, it's uh, it's a weird time. <laughs> I'm I'm definitely seeing the Skype and the Zoom fatigue, but you know I, I'm I'm glad that we're in a time where even though we're dealing with a pandemic, a hundred years ago we didn't have the connections and the information that we do now. So I'm I'm not taking that for granted at all. So no, I, it's it's amazing because we have the ability now to do so much whether it's connections it's the it's the live streaming masses which both of us are helping mm -hmm. our respective parishes do uh it's it's an amazing time technology wise for us to be uh going through this you know right. and uh we're we're very blessed we're very blessed in that respect of being able to kind of get through this but uh, you speak of the Zoom fatigue. It's 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 pretty it's pretty amazing when you think about it. Where it's like, uh, it's so because it, you have to be focused on this, and it's like you know, as someone who uh, struggles with ADD, it's like oh, I can't. I want to be moving. I want to be doing things. I want right. to be 
up and about and all that. So yeah, no, definitely. Uh, you, you know, it's crazy. Uh, it, but it's also pretty amazing when you think about the fact that, um, so we're, we're going to talk about this, uh, this podcast, uh, last Monday. So a week ago, I was on our friend, Sean Force, uh, mm. telethon <laughs> for lack of a better word, <laughs> uh, fundraiser, fundraiser, uh, it, Haiti 180, uh, is really struggling, uh, due to the travel restrictions and also, um, we uh we just wanted to kind of give an update of where we're at so we kind of started that a little bit and um but the big thing is is with sean you know um i was able to go on and we're doing skype calls and we're doing all that you know and he's doing he had someone on every night last week and the week before to get people on so it's like Mm -hmm this amazing ability to keep people in contact he's got you know of course him being a national speaker uh on the catholic christian circuit uh he can get some pretty big name people you know mm -hmm. and so it's it's pretty amazing that he can he can take that time where normally he may not have been able to get uh you know the people that he's been getting on to help fundraise for haiti 180 but because mm -hmm. Pretty much everyone's got the time available, <laughs> right? Um, you know, right. Chris, Chris Stepanek, who has a a, a pretty awesome uh, show on Amazon Prime uh, called Real Life Catholic. If you have the opportunity, check it out. Uh, season two, episodes four and five are on Haiti One Eighty. Uh, if you look directly ab above me, somewhere <laughs> like right here, um, Haiti One <laughs> uh, MemberDrive.org slash Haiti 180 slash Steve dash Patira. Or if you want to support Evan's team 180, yeah. it's Haiti 180 slash Evan slash hyphen slash hyphen slash Shaw slash Mumford. So uh, if your fingers get tired, have joking through. about it the other night, but you have it all memorized <laughs> now. I'm, I'm really impressed. <laughs> Um, I'll make sure I try to uh, copy and paste that into uh, our comments <laughs> on this video. Uh, seriously, it's an amazing organization. I had the opportunity to go to Haiti uh, about six years ago now, maybe a little more. Uh, I think it was about six years ago. And it's astounding. It's astounding the level of poverty. I remember when I first landed and I went with friends of mine who lived with lived there for a year while the orphanage was getting built. So for those of you who don't know, Haiti 180 is an organization that has an orphanage that has 32 kids in it. They also have a school that has 400 students. Also have a home for the elderly with 16 of the forgotten generation of Haiti. Because when it comes to Haiti, it's basically, am I going to feed my kids or am I going to feed grandma? Well, I'm going to feed my kids, unfortunately. And grandma would want it that way. They're, you know, they know. No, feed the children. Feed the children. I'm okay with the life that I've lived. And that's so sad to know that when you reach a certain age, you just, there's no one to take care of you. Now, they've also built a health uh, care clinic. And that clinic services an entire community. And with the travel restrictions, 
with the uh, inability for missionaries to travel, like I traveled down, they're they're missing out on 40% of their funding. 40% of their budget comes from missionaries willing to pay to go and work there, to go there and help out the community. (laughs) So missionaries are so revved up to go and help out there that they are willing to donate money to the Mm -hmm. organization to be able to spend a week there in Haiti. So that's how awesome it is. You know, that's Mm -hmm. how amazing this organization is. And like I said, I mean, check out that, uh, the two part documentary on what they do there. Amazon prime, real life Catholic episodes four and five. So it's really, really awesome. And, uh, we've both known Sean, forest for a really long time it was really awesome to to catch up with him and be on his show uh last monday and uh we we really didn't talk about my experience in haiti and so it was just like we kind of just were catching up because we hadn't talked in so Mm -hmm. long Uh, but i really wanted to share with the fact that the the generosity of the people there is amazing this woman, when we were going around and uh, serving the community, bringing food from the market to families that couldn't afford mm. it, um, this it was pouring outside. And this woman brought all of her bedding outside for us to sit on, under you know, mm. at like at her front door. And it's like you don't have anything else. What are you going to sleep on tonight? Yeah. But no, please, please sit, please sit, please sit and stay with me. It's like God, <laughs> I feel so bad. And then like. The thing that just stuck with me is how many people have uh, uh, part of their house that they don't let people sit in. <laughs> how many mm. people have a living room that they're like, no, that's our formal living room. That's just our really nice furniture that we don't allow anyone to sit <laughs> on. It's like, what? <laughs> this, we this put woman... coverings on everything so it stays nice and presentable. <laughs> exactly. And you think about just the blessings that we have, you know, and I, I get it that times are really uncertain right now. A lot of people are kind of don't know if they still have their job right now. They're not certain how long it's going to be that they're going to keep having it. They don't know, you know, month to month what's going on because the world is very uncertain. Mm-hmm. But what Haiti 180 is asking, what I'm asking you, I'm asking, can you give $3.50 a week? Would, would you, if we were out, if you and I were out, would you buy me a beer? If the answer is yes, join Team 180. Go to, go to memberdrive.org forward slash Haiti 180. I really don't care if you forward slash Steve Patera. I don't. I just want you to go there. The organization needs you. The organization needs people right now. They need 800 people. They're almost halfway there, and they're getting a lot of single one-time donations they're almost there at the monthly contributors that they need and Mm -hmm. it's really important because understand the things i listed before they also have full-time employees they have a medical clinic with full-time employees they have a school with full-time teachers they have the orphanage with full-time caretakers Mm -hmm. haiti 180 needs us right now almost half of their funding is cut off because people can't go down there. 
they need us right now. And if you have Netflix, if you have Amazon Prime, if you have Hulu, if you have Spotify, if you have all these monthly subscriptions that you have for our entertainment purposes, and trust me, I have them too, but also I have them. But how can I have those and, not, and say no to children in Haiti? That I've been there. I've seen, I've hugged those kids. I have seen what they could have grown up in. And I've seen what they do grow up in now. The love, the amazing love that the people of this organization give those kids. The new life. These are the future leaders of Haiti. This is legitimately. Haiti 180 stands for a 180 degrees. Turn it around. These are the young people that will turn this country around, and that's what we're trying to do, is educate, grow, you know, have them grow up with love, with hope, with mm. dreams, with future. That's what Haiti 180 does. People that were forgotten, people that are destitute, to the point where you cannot, I cannot explain to you the level of poverty. I can't do it. You'd have to go there and see. When this is all over, I would love for you guys to reach out to me and be like, hey, let's go. Because yeah. I'm there. You know, it's mm -hmm. it's an amazing, amazing experience. So, you know, you know, it's just do it. Mm -hmm. One of the stories that you shared with me a couple of years ago from your experience there that that stuck with me too was and i believe i believe this is what you told me you were you were at a church service at a mass and i'll i'll have you tell the story because you're better at it than me but <laughs> uh, it was I, I believe you said you were at mass and then a storm broke out oh yeah 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 wow and then you guys yeah. ended up praying for that like praying for the end of the storm yeah so we um they don't get mass out in the village very often so few, um, it, it just so few groups bring priests with them. So they, um, they don't experience it very often. So we had mass, we had a priest with us. And so we had ma mass in the, um, chapel out next to where the medical clinic is, uh, was being built at the time, but is now And during mass, it's a metal roof, you know, it's a metal roof. It downpoured. This was during one of the worst droughts Haiti has ever seen. They had been praying for rain nonstop. The crops, the cornfields, everything wouldn't grow. They were not getting any rain. Until we wanted to have mass. And the devil was like, oh, we're just going to distract you from mass. It was downpouring. Unbelievable. I couldn't hear Father Ken and he was two feet from me. I was doing wow. the readings. And so he's up there. He's I'm up there reading. And I'm like, no one can hear me. There is no mm. one who can hear a single thing I'm saying. It's just all they could hear is. <laughs> like it was unbelievable. And so mm. Father Ken is sitting there on, as I'm doing the readings, uh, you know, and when I. When I'm just about done with the second reading, he stands up because all of a sudden it's silent. Rain stopped. And he comes up to read the gospel. Reads the gospel and then begins his homily and he goes, 
we've just been t- something along the lines of we've just been tested. Mm-hmm. As the as the readings were being read, we were being tested by the devil, mm-hmm. making it so hard to hear the words. And I'm just sitting there and I'm praying. I'm praying that the mm-hmm. God ta- stop this, just stop this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and after I was done praying, it stopped. It was like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) It was, it was unbelievable. Yeah. And those of you who know me, I normally don't do the readings, but for some reason that week, every daily mass, they were like, oh yeah, Steve can do the readings. I'm like dyslexic. I have such a hard time reading (laughs) Um, but it was such, it was such a powerful moment that these, these people who don't get to experience mass Mm. very often at all, not every group brings a priest. They don't have a priest that, uh, does masses in that area. And I just, I think about even now, like how, how blessed are we that we can still even watch mass on TV Mm -hmm. or online? Mm. They don't have that option in Haiti. I watched uh, while Sean was trying to get, <laughs> trying to have the kids of the orphanage on, on his Facebook Live, and like the internet was terrible. But again, like, <laughs> okay, so yeah, this is this is why we need to uh, help them. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, getting all sorts of feedback with the speakers and everything. I I remember that. Yeah, they just couldn't. You know, they're like, you know, uh, Manu. Uh, was trying who's like the business manager in Haiti he's you know trying to get the internet working and it's just feedback it's echoes it's all that stuff well they're in the mountains in Haiti <laughs> there's no way it's gonna work um, I barely get my stream to work <laughs> uh, hence last Friday <laughs> right um, but seriously um, those of you who are watching on Facebook live or looking at this later uh, memberdrive.org forward slash Haiti 180 forward slash Steve hyphen Patira. Honestly, I don't care about that last part. If you want to try to t- type out the entire alphabet with Evan dash and dash Jen dash Shaw dash Mumford, you feel free. I mean, you can do that too if you want. <laughs> Good little workout for the yeah, fingers. Exactly. You got to keep the dexterity. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, um, yeah. And, uh, you know, just do it. Seriously. Yeah. I'm asking. Just do it. Um, but speaking of dexterity of the fingers, some of you know, <laughs> uh, my daughter fell at the bottom of a slide on uh, Saturday and uh, broke her arm. Uh, very, very small. She's okay. So those of you who saw yeah. the picture on Facebook, uh, she's good. She's okay. Um, she... I heard she took it very stoically, too. Yeah. Oh, she... Yeah, she's she's pretty amazing because uh, I was so my wife called the doctor and they're like, well, it's a holiday weekend. You have like two choices, Connecticut Children's Medical Center or there's a pediatric urgent care in West Hartford. She's like, well, I'll take the urgent care in West Hartford. It's in the same parking lot as uh, the Best Buy store that I was on my way to anyway. (laughs) 
<laughs> so okay. I, I was able to meet them in the parking lot and uh, punch out for a lunch and hang out with them for a while. So it worked out really awesome. Um, she has what they call a buckle fracture and um, is, is okay. You know, it's, uh, it's scary as a parent to watch her now, like, in you know just playing in the house and being like okay no 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 don't put any weight on it no okay 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 (laughs) um but yeah she's awesome you know she you can tell when it gets a little hurt because she she'll be like um you know pull her hand in real quick or something like that Mm. so you can tell when it when it's bothering her um which is good because i'd i'd rather know that it's bothering her than not know you know so uh i just wanted to throw that out there um she's good she's okay it's gonna it's gonna take a few weeks (laughs) to be fully healed Mm. but uh yeah um thank you thank you everyone for all your prayers and uh wishes for speedy recovery (laughs) for zoe because uh we need it uh hopefully you know we don't want her to be uh unable to swim this whole summer or unable to uh you know, get out there and uh, enjoy the nice weather as it comes. So, yeah. um, really appreciate all the uh, well wishes. But um, how are how are you and Jen doing with the uh, pandemic, stay at home, all that? We've been doing really well. We're both fortunate that we're able to work remotely for both of our jobs. Yeah. So she's been coming up with lesson plans. I've been working my full-time job in the basement and then I do my youth ministry job from here in our dining room. So I have a little visual, visual distraction and not distraction, but just change up the scene a little bit so that I know that I've gone from one job to the next. And then once I'm done with that, I'm, I'm using the rest of the house. But, uh, but we actually had a really awesome time the last week because our kitchen needed to be updated. It, mm. uh, there was nothing wrong with it, but it was just, it, it's an older style home. So for a long time, we had been looking for an opportunity to make it look a little more contemporary. And so with the help of my mom and my dad, uh, which was awesome, uh, my mom and, and Jen spent a couple days painting our kitchen and then uh, painting the cabinets cabinet uh doors and then on saturday my dad came over and we put in completely new flooring so it looks like it it just it was updated like maybe 30 or 40 years in style so it looks a lot nicer and we're really proud for that so it's it's not an opportunity we would have had if we were working our jobs and maintaining our our busy schedule that we had a couple (laughs) months ago but when you're stuck in a house for, you know, seven days a week and you're looking at things and going, wow, I didn't realize how how old that floor is. <laughs> and, you know, we could really work on that now. So thankfully, we have the opportunity to do that. So we're, we're making the best of it. Awesome. No, that, that's awesome. Whenever you can get some projects done and stuff like that, it, you know, it passes the time number number one yeah. but number two it's like you get that sense of accomplishment that maybe you would normally get from going to work <laughs> and coming home right um and you end up picking up a few new skills too possibly along the way too you yeah, know? yeah absolutely just looking at my dad's toolbox and going oh this is a cool tool let's work with this and <laughs> and you get creative and you end up getting another bump on your brain as my mom or 
parents would say. You know, I thought you were going to say getting another broken finger. You know, as you smash there it. There you go. <laughs> that's that's something you shouldn't strive for, but it could be a could be a byproduct of it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, so, uh, what do you have for what's new in music right now? So this morning I went for a walk. It was really brisk today and for a starter. So I went for a walk and I saw that uh, Pat Barrett, who's one of my new favorite artists who wrote uh, Build My Life and Good Good Father, has come out with a new song called No Weapon. And it actually ties into your story that you were sharing earlier about Haiti and the the monsoon that came through during mass. (laughs) And it's it's. The song is based around the scripture line saying, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Mm -hmm. And it's a really, really powerful, like a couple seconds in, I was already feeling it and my eyes were stinging. It was just Mm -hmm. such a great anthem. So if you want to check that out, it's on Spotify, it's on Apple Music, it's uh, called No Weapon and it's by Pat Barrett. And then I also want to do a little shout out music wise for my wife, Jen, because as some, some of you know, she can be pretty introverted. And uh, <laughs> she had the opportunity last week to be in a, a town hall Zoom meeting with For King Country. And uh, that was in partnership with SiriusXM. And she was the first one to ask him a question out of the gate. So it was really, really awesome. She came downstairs after. She was doing that during one of my work shifts. She came down to my, my little desk and goes, I did it. And I didn't cry. <laughs> just super, super proud of them. And it was so awesome because they're playing the special all weekend long on the message on SiriusXM. So if you have the trial, which I think the free trial is going until the end of the month, if you tune into Channel 63, they've been playing it on repeat. So it's been hysterical. I've been tuning in in the car or in our in our kitchen and the interview will kick off again. We'll hear Jen asking the question. And they've so... actually put the video of her asking the question as the little preview on their Facebook page. So it's just been wild. And um, so awesome. I'm super proud of her for being able to do that. So for those of you who don't know, <laughs> I was actually Jen's confirmation teacher when she was a freshman in high school. She probably said maybe three words the entire time. At most. Uh, you know, her freshman year kind of kind of broke out a little bit her sophomore year. But you could just see in her this just spark. And you could see mm. the love and joy that she had within her to share with others. And uh, so my friend uh, Mike and I, who were team uh, teachers at the time, we're like, I think she would be a really great peer minister. And when we said that to her, she was like, um, I don't really, I don't really feel comfortable, uh, talking. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, um, I'm not sure if you noticed, but I'm pretty quiet. So, <laughs> I, so like, I really come out of my shell with a guitar, but that's it. Yeah. It was just like, she's like, I, I think you have the wrong person was essentially what she was saying. Um, But to know like how far she has come, I saw her break, uh, you know, pieces of that shell off and come out um, as a junior and senior in high school. And then to see her uh, go through college and the two of you just uh, blossom this awesome relationship that you have. And uh, for her to become just such an amazing uh, teacher and, uh, it's so funny because when I think about the two of you, 
Um, and this this is gonna make me seem just old, but I guess I am. Right. Um, Vicar Spoli <laughs> is gonna watch this and go, "What do you mean you're old?" Um, but so <laughs> I remember Evan as a really awkward, shy freshman in high school too, and. Uh, of course, years later, he, he marries his wife, who was super shy, quiet, not nearly as awkward as Evan. Um, right. No way, <laughs> um, It's just this awesome story that somehow I get to be a witness to of uh, yeah. these two awesome people um, in their relationship together and their in their love and joy uh, that definitely grows and they get to share uh, God and Jesus with others uh, through the relationship. So that's just so awesome that she got to go on there and be herself and just, you know, that's so, so awesome. Like, I, I just, I don't know, I love you guys. So it's, that's really cool. Thanks, man. Thanks. We love you too. And it, it is cool doing ministry with her as, as the youth minister at, at our parish because I, I have to stifle the jealousy when the kids gravitate towards her and go, you're like the cool aunt, the cool church aunt, and start talking with her. I'm like, hey, guys, I'm, I'm over here. Jen was playing cooler music in the girls' dorm on retreat. You know, Jen has cooler music than you, Evan. Okay. <laughs> but it's all good. Yeah. It's that's... all good. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on to our Bibble, mm-hmm. and it is uh, John 16, 20 through 23. For those of you who like to follow along at home with your paper Bibbles, I have my digital Bibble. Jesus said to his disciples, Amen, amen, I say to you, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will become joy. When a woman is in labor, she is in anguish because her hour has arrived. But when she has given birth to a child, she no longer remembers the pain because of her joy. That a child has has been born into the world. So you also are now in anguish. But I will see you again, and your hearts will rejoice. And no one will take your joy away from you. On that day, you will not question me about anything. Amen. Amen, I say to you. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give to you. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I mean... (laughs) There's a a reason I I stuck with that reading. Um, I just think... It's so timely for where we are right now mm-hmm. um, that in our times of struggle, during that time, that's all we can think about is the struggle. But when the struggle is over and we think about the good times and the mm-hmm. blessings that we have, we, we don't focus on the struggles. If, you're focus, if your life is focusing on the struggles, you're focusing on the wrong stuff. I'm sorry to mm-hmm. be that blunt, but... Uh, I always say it without without rain we don't appreciate sunny days mm. without pain we don't we don't appreciate great times we don't appreciate mm. what we have 
when I was on uh, Sean Forrest's show last Monday, he said, he's like, your faith doesn't become an adult's faith unless you've really faced some trials and faced mm-hmm. some struggle. Because I, man, I wish I had gone through life where everything was all sunshine, <laughs> sunshine and rainbows. Mm-hmm. But if I had, I definitely wouldn't understand my faith as much. I definitely wouldn't understand yeah. God's role in my life as much. Because during the darkest times in my life, God has pointed out <laughs> what he has done. Yeah. The people in my life that he has put there. Um, mm-hmm. I share it on Facebook a lot, you know, how much I am very, very thankful for my wife and my daughter. Mm-hmm. And I think about where I was before I met my wife and um, before she was in my life. And... The, mm-hmm. the dark times and the and the stuff that, you know, you just start going like, God, where are you calling me? What am I supposed to do? And you're mm-hmm. sitting there and you're wallowing and it's it, it's all that. And then all of a sudden, you know, a few years of, of good goes by and you're like, huh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, or how about when you're struggling and then you see in the rearview mirror after you're through that season and you go, Oh, I can see, you know, where God was in the whole time of that. It was just in that instance, I wasn't able to see it, oh, you know, but in, in the rear view perspective, you see it completely in full HD. Yeah, no, it's, it's amazing when you think like, oh God, you abandoned me. That's why yeah. I, I love the footprints uh, prayer where it's yeah. like, God, why in yeah. my darkest times did you abandon me? And he's like, uh, hey, bro. I was carrying you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's two that's footsteps. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm pretty sure that I was think ver- you're verbatim. It's slightly, but yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw a meme the other day, not to detract from that, but it was funny because it says, if you see two footsteps, two pairs of footsteps uh, become one, someone's been kidnapped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, um, there, <laughs> I don't know if you were there, but um, years ago we had this uh, Catholic speaker. She's a she's she's a nun. She's a sister, and she came, she came and she was speaking about uh, a friend of hers was like making her go for walks and wanting her to lose weight and was really into walking and would talk about the gait of her walk and the pace and the steps and stuff like that. And they went around this walk and, uh, when they were done with this walk, they'd go in and get a small ice cream. She's like a small ice cream. Who eats a small ice cream? All right. So, but like the third time they went on this walk as they're approaching the ice cream shop, there's a bumper sticker that says, (laughs) that says fat people are harder to kidnap. And she goes, self-defense, I'm getting an extra large ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) She shares this story, and I'm like, here we go. I'm hard of a kidnap. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. And you're still in shape, right? (laughs) Yeah, round is a shape. That's that's how that works. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I don't know how we got here, but my ADD uh, is contagious. Um, Our saint of the day, Saint Rita of Cassia, um, 
a pretty amazing story because she felt the call to religious life at a young age, but her family forbid it. And she was had an arranged marriage and got married at 18 had two sons and it was in a very abusive relationship the husband was very abusive towards her and years after her her marriage years into the relationship he ended up dying in like a fight Mm. and shortly after that both of her sons were killed as well so she suffered this immense tragedy And she just dedicated her life to her faith and went to become a sister of the Augustinians uh, where she was from. And they denied her three times. She's like, "Uh, I really feel called to be a nun. And they're like, no, sorry, you've been married. You can't be one. She's like, but he died. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm quoting yeah. directly. Um, but no, right, so she, right, went, right. she went th- three times and got denied three times. Eventually, it was like she just kept showing up. And they must have just been like, okay, clearly she really feels called. <laughs> she has, yeah. This has to be divine because who else right. would just keep showing up after being uh, denied? And she worked... The, the remainder of her life for uh, her community and did much of her ministry to the sisters in that um, in the home with her and uh, many miracles and just the faith is tremendous so you think about someone who went through such tragedy such loss and easily could have been like oh well I guess god has given up on me but she was like nope dedicating my life to him and i have to go and get denied three times before (laughs) pretty amazing you know well there is pretty much a big spiritual significance to that too i think i see uh, a little a little bit of a parallel with that you know yeah someone denying him (laughs) denying Mm -hmm. christ yeah, no, amazing. I would never do that. I don't know him. I right. don't know what you're talking about. You are right. wrong. Call. I never, call. I've never been with him. No, <laughs> no you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you got uh, news of the weird, my friend? Absolutely. So uh, you're familiar with this story. It was too good to not share again. But uh, <laughs> this uh, this driver in Tennessee apparently wasn't using his noodle because his tractor trailer carrying 40,000 boxes of mac and cheese ended up making a monster of a mess. And the cleanup crews had to be crafty because 40,000 pounds of mac and cheese powder and noodles were spilled all over the interstate right by I-40. <laughs> so it's a delicious mess, and it's unfortunate. But it was it was cool because I ended up talking with my sister, and she dated a guy who worked for a company that their job is to go to where tractor-trailer turnovers are and overturns are and clean up the mess. Yeah. And if they have food that is salvageable... They'll often donate it to the local food pantry or shelter, 
but they could actually take some of that home oh, and cool. and put it in their own pantry. So, <laughs> little little food for thought. <laughs> yeah, well, it would have been better with and cheddar. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, or it's you know right in the middle of Nashville. Could have yeah. been uh, could have been America. <laughs> well, that music means it's time to wrap up this here podcast uh, episode 88 version 2.0 <laughs> uh, thanks as always for everyone who joins in watches this later listens to audio version uh, really 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 We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Wait for it. Boom. I'm there. no idea what's going on again. You're the only one hearing this. Seriously, uh, email me, steve at makingsmiles.org. Remember, memberdrive.org forward slash any one eight forward slash steve dash Kira or evan dash Dan dash Jen dash Shaw. It's a beer for Haiti. Hashtag beer for Haiti. Just do it. Seriously. Uh, you got anything? Yeah, thank you to Jen, Kathy, and Jackie for joining us on Facebook Live. We love seeing you guys. So keep joining us and uh, hope you stay healthy and safe. Yep, hopefully you can hear me over this uh, music. That just ended. <laughs> so, uh, again, thank you all. As always, that's way more chipper. <laughs> As always, keep smiling and God bless.